hello everyone and welcome to Injected Podcast where we are injecting positive vibes into all of our lives. Hiya. Hi. Make sure you leave us a five-star review on Spotify and Apple Podcast and use the hashtag Injected Podcast on yep, Twitter. Yep. Yes, please do. Um, I'm Alexandra. And I'm Diana. Hi everyone. How's everyone doing this week? How are you this week? I'm not in a good mood, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm just feeling a bit shitty. Right. I feel like I feel like it's the moon as well, and mm. all sorts of. Oh my gosh! You know, like how you said last week, you were you were like you were asking if I had a bad day because like you just like you just a lot of weird stuff was yeah. happening. Yeah, that was a horrible day. Yeah. Okay, so. You know, like okay, so basically, I went. I went to Bulgaria. Um, weekend just gone, mm. and what was really weird. So, like, I was fine and everything, but we had on this trip, we had people miss flights. We had people who um, had like lost their passport in between the gate, like boarding the plane and the plane. <gasps> So Gosh. they got to Bulgaria and had to be detained and then sent back to the UK. <laughs> um, and like, That's and then, awful. Yeah, and then we got, literally we got on the bus to go to our hotel and then we're waiting and the bus <laughs> had broken down <laughs> and couldn't even leave anywhere. <laughs> And it was just like, oh, what is going on? <laughs> this is just, this is just a lot of madness happening, like all before a trip has even started. Like mm. it was just a lot of madness, but um, yeah, very, very odd. But all in all, it worked out well, and the trip was really good, and it was fun. Um, good. Yeah, like, and I had a good time in the end, and I met lots of amazing people. When are you going to post um, some videos? Oh, sorry? When are you going to post your videos? Oh, I haven't, when I, when I get around to editing one. <laughs> <laughs> I need to get through, I need to look through all the content. I need to find find any videos that people had of me. Because mm. um, I know people did get me skiing because like I was very slow. <laughs> And I found it so hard to get down that mountain <laughs> on the first day. Um, I just like, it's funny. It was literally like that meme. I never responded. It's like, literally, I just did not expect. <laughs> I just did not expect that blue slope to finish me that first day. I just wasn't expecting it. I just, mm. everyone was like, oh yeah, let's, let's do a blue slope. Yeah, you'll be fine. We literally just finished our beginner's lesson. I did not take into account the fact that I'd been skiing for two hours since 8.30 in the morning and that obviously I'm hungry. <laughs> I had I kept a bottle of water with me so I, I was like taking sips of water but obviously it's cold so you're forgetting to drink as well. I like literally as soon as I started that blue slope and I was like my legs had turned to jelly and mm. I couldn't kind of I couldn't kind of get down <laughs> it and I was just like oh my days how am I going to do this? But I can only go down now. Like, there's no other way because I'm not climbing back up. Mm. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. So, 
that was eventful but the second day I was better um, but it was eventful but everybody check out Mount Noir um, on Instagram if you guys are interested in trying out skiing and want to try with the group there is a trip coming up in March um, yeah just like have a look they're, they're pretty amazing like amazing amazing women who run that trip um, and they're all like doctors as well which mm. is just like I don't know how they have time to <laughs> kind of organise all of these things and also be saving lives like mm. madness but um, yeah shout really out cool. to them um, I've just looked online yeah and catch Mercury. me out, catch me on the BBC on Sunday as well what? sorry yeah. Why? <laughs> Catch me on the BBC on Sunday. What happened? The BBC were there filming us. All oh, right. <laughs> filming your group specifically yeah, or everyone? Like, as in, because like, there was like a group of, what, 19 of us kind of thing or 16 of us. Um, yeah, so like the BBC was there the whole time filming mm. us and everything. That's so cool. And interviewing us. So like catch me on the BBC on Sunday. Ski weekender, I think it's called. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> yeah, pretty funny. I might be looking hella awkward. And like <laughs> Yeah. This yeah, yeah. I I'll probably look be looking hella awkward. But anyway, yeah. Fun. <laughs> Yeah, Mercury is retrograding, apparently. It's been retrograding for almost like, oh, since the 29th of December. That's why my parcel went missing on the 29th of December. And that's also why everyone's probably having such a tumultuous tumultuous start to the year. But it ends on Wednesday. I've had so many parcels be stolen, you know. Yeah, I've had so much go missing. Like, things just keep going missing. They're not arriving. Everyone just stealing them. Remember when I told you about my swimming costume? Yeah. Yeah, ASOS gave me a refund, but why has it turned up? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm sorry, I paid for next day delivery and you're turning up three weeks later. But what are you supposed to do and when like, you've got your refund as well and you've got the item? It's like, oh, I'm kind of a thief, but <laughs> I deserve this. Well, I just, well, now I'm just keeping, I've just got two shitty swimming costumes that like I don't really want to wear on a oh, beach right. or anything <laughs> so it's just like yeah cool but like mm-hmm. one should actually fit me the one that's turned up now should fit me properly than the one that I had that I had before that I had yeah. to film my video in mm-hmm. but yeah it's just it's just very annoying like don't just come and bring it when you've ke- when you've had it for how many weeks mm-hmm like so many weeks that I got my refund through it's true it's ridiculous they've stolen some ski goggles as well from me so I've had to inquire about those and make sure those haven't been delivered Mm. (laughs) I just kicked one of my plants over you know I was saying to you about soil there's soil all over my floor now (laughs) oh no yeah it's it's not fun I always like that always happens to me and it's just like it really just makes me so sad and as well I came back from holiday and I'm just looking at my plants I can't I really can't stand this time of year because all of my plants just look like they are dying yeah, me too. and I don't like it me too Why and I just, I know I it's the know. time of year mm. yeah I know it's like the time of year I know it's like winter but 
I can't tell if they're happy or, and if I should leave them alone or if they are struggling mm-hmm. and I need to do something. I can't tell because sometimes when you go and do something, then you end up killing them. Yeah, it's true. Like, yeah, that's just how it goes. And I'm just like, my plants are the only thing in life in this life that make me happy. And mm. it's just like, it just makes me sad when I can't see no growth and they just look like they're dying. <laughs> Yeah, that I makes agree. Me really sad. <laughs> it is sad. Like I, I don't yeah. understand why mine all looks so bad, but I'm hoping that I'm just hoping something it's magic cause it's happens. Winter. It's because Mercury again. You're killing my fucking plants. Give us a break. <laughs> I yeah, uh, yeah. I think it's yeah. I think that it's just that it's winter time as well. It's just they're just a bit dormant mm. at the moment. Yeah, yeah. I've yeah. kind of started to realise that I need to hibernate. I feel like I've been doing too much. Like, I, I need to hibernate now. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm actually exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> that was, um. that's what I said in the New Year's episode, didn't mm-hmm. I? Because I saw that, I saw that video that basically said that, like, it's not natural for us to be trying to do all of these be doing the most and starting starting new things at the beginning of the new year when it's the middle of winter yeah um, and like my my problem is well it's not even a problem but the first week of the new year I went to Paris then I went to Vienna and this week I'm meant to be going to Leeds for like a couple of days and it's like why sometimes mm. I just want to chill at home and I know that's first world problems because like yeah. it is but like first of all Paris and Leeds are for work and Vienna, it was a stressful trip. Like you might see my cute pictures, but it was a stressful fucking trip. So I just feel like I haven't had mm. I haven't had a weekend or like a few days of just calmness. A break. Yeah. It's yeah. just like constantly on the go, on the go. And I'm just feeling, yeah, I'm a little bit tired of it all. So I am mm. just gonna be staying inside for yeah. for February probably. <laughs> yeah, I get you. I get you. But yeah but it's just like I feel like sometimes you get these weeks where they're very full on and then it's like I think after that you can actually kind of try and appreciate actually I can just not not fill up all my time and because I feel like we always talk about it and then we end up doing the opposite Mm. and then it gets to a point like okay actually I was really overwhelmed those few weeks let me just not be booking myself up um Mm. yeah and I think then that's when you kind of like understand the need to chill out yeah or have some weekends to chill out kind of thing I think what's kind of stressing me out about it is that like say for instance for work you can't really say no to things like I know yeah like I know a lot of people online are talking about how like it's good learning to say no it's a skill and everything but it's like uh, like we are living in a capitalist system I have to kind of I have to work mm. I have to make money and like to live mm-hmm. I have to make money to live I can't keep saying no to. I know you can put boundaries in place but it's like it's so tricky to do with work like how are you supposed to say no to things yeah Um. and like just generally with work like what I was saying last week as well they they talk about oh mental health mental health like you know but they don't they don't actually 
it's kind of like people say things but they don't mean implement it because it. yeah they don't implement it there's no system yeah. in place there's nowhere to go to talk to anyone um and if there is these safe spaces they're not safe like you, you don't feel safe talking to people i don't personally feel safe talking to people and on top of that yeah. it's like oh you're actually allowed to have mental health days off like you're you're allowed like your mental health is the same as yeah. your physical health if you're not feeling great then you should be able to take a day off but like yeah. there's no culture that makes that feel like it's a comfortable thing so it's like what you how you, yeah, if you can't exactly. say no and there's not really procedures that you can follow to like maintain a good mental health at the workplace what are you supposed to do like it's proper complicated yeah i get you i get you um yeah i get you completely because as well like i feel like i've been feeling something similar with my workplace but Mm. in the sense of like so i've come from a workplace that was very flexible Mm. and um where like i didn't feel pressure to have to come in and then and like you know and i i I used to kind of Mm. like control my time in that way to now a workplace where it's meant to be flexible they've told me how many days a week I'm meant to come in but then it, the way everybody's acting is very much like pre-covid yeah I and so. I'm just I really I'm I'm not feeling that atmosphere and I'm not feeling like as well so other uh, there's other new people who have started kind of after me and stuff and obviously they're trying to like probably like a week or two after me so they're Mm. trying to follow the rules and stuff and I'm trying to just kind of like go about my business and still be doing what I want to do Mm. Um, because obviously I don't because I don't take the mix so I don't see why I can't Mm. be flexible when I'm doing the work Um, and then they're all kind of like being all being all jittery trying to walk on eggshells and stuff and that stresses me out because it's just like so like should I be jittery I don't want to be so mm. and like even I was meant to be in the office today like um Monday is like an office day for me but because I came back yesterday I decided and I decided the other week I don't want to come into the office on this Monday because yeah. one I had um one I'd gone to ca- to book desks in advance like ooh, I have to book desks like four weeks in advance <laughs> to be able to get a desk so I so I booked all my desks and then I realized oh wait I'm off these days because originally I'd booked this day off. Mm. So then so then I was like oh I'm meant to be off these days so I cancelled the desk so other people mm. could book them. Um, then I decided that I was going to cancel the Monday off because I'm like I, I can work on the Monday let me cancel and then keep a holiday day. Okay and then I'm just like oh but I won't be able to book a desk and it's like oh but to be honest I don't particularly want to go into the office the day mm-hmm. after I've just come back from a holiday like yeah. I don't I don't, I don't want to go into the office like and as well it's not like I. it was not no chilled holiday I went skiing like my body yeah. is hurting I can barely walk <laughs> guys like I'm in a lot of pain um, so I was just like look I don't want to go into the office so mm. and I just messaged in the morning saying that I'm not coming into the office the guy never responds to me anyway so I'm just like I don't care like, I'm not coming in um, mm. but you know I'm still working yeah. And I just don't like this whole thing where it's kind of like everybody's like, mm, oh, but what days are you coming in? And it's like, I've already done told you what days are coming. Like, it's not mm. like I'm not there. I am there just because you don't see me because you're in meetings all the time. Like, I am, I've been coming in. Yeah, I so don't like how I'm not there's, gonna this, f- there's this false idea of what 
it's kind of like organizations pretend that what their policy is is flexible working when it's not because flexible working i read a post on linkedin because you know linkedin you see all the corny posts like at the very top of your pages and it was someone like talking about <laughs> yeah the real flexible working life and i was like this is so true because they said um that there is kind of a stigma there when say for instance some people they want to start working at seven and finishing at three that's real flexible working because you should be able to pick your hours work within you know certain reasonable hours but get your work done take your breaks when you want when you want to go stretch your legs go stretch your legs like um if you don't want a two-hour meeting you should make it like make it clear look like i, I can't do two-hour meetings like proper flexible working like oh i'll mm. go and work in a calf i'll go work here I'll, I'll go work in another country but if a lot of organizations don't have these policies in place and they pretend that they're that like they're promoting flexible working and it's like you're actually not because first of all we have to go into the office we don't get a choice like we have to go into the office on certain days and oh like so I have to come in when all my team are in or I've got to come in like there's no sort of like like choice (laughs) (laughs) yes and that's what I'm fine okay the whole you know coming to the office when your team's in that that is the one thing that really does my head in like because mm. but like more in the sense of it so say I haven't when I first started yeah obviously I could not book desks because I've just started yeah so how was I meant to book desks when everybody's booked desks four to six weeks in advance so <laughs> how was I meant to book a desk you know mm. and then like so I was coming in and I would literally have to like on my way in like at 8.30 in the morning I'll try and book a desk mm. um, but then the desk would be like on the other side of the room in a corner kind of thing mm. so I'm just like okay cool um, and I'm still going in and, the, and then the, and then they were like oh yeah if you can't book desks still come in blah blah Ugh. blah let's make a point and I'm like what point are we making we're not making no point by still coming in if we can't book desks we should make a point by not coming in then yeah that's the <laughs> point we should make because it's like when how are we making a point by still turning up and sitting anywhere because they're still going to think oh everybody's coming into the office that's what they're thinking yeah. they're not going like, to think because oh, the thing well, is, is that people yeah sorry yeah no, carry on, carry on. Come on, what then, you were gonna I, say. I just think they're not going to think, oh, more people coming in, let's create more desk space. They're not going to do that. <laughs> no. And because like, there's always some desks free, because apparently, um, apparently the marketing team are booking them all up anyway mm. and not coming in. So it's just like, and, like, they're just booking up desks and then they're, they're probably not coming in those days. So it's just like, well, this is, we're not making any points. And then they're trying to see about, oh, they might be trying to have to see what office days or we might have to come in on a Friday so I'm not fucking going anywhere on a Friday thank yeah, you yeah me too like not no I'm done one with that. the office is not seeing me on a Friday I don't see why I should have to like look actually I actually don't mind going in on Monday but you will not see me on a Friday you will not see me on a Friday mm-hmm. you know like I agree no thank you I just it's just yeah and as well it's just what's I'm just finding annoying because I feel like I'm in this difficult position where I've just started this role and it's like they they they're looking at or if they decide that they want to change the rules and be like oh you have to go in five times a week it's like hold on I didn't sign up for this yeah yeah is it in your contract like what's in your contract about working in the office is there anything well it's just it's just remote working it's just mm. like and, and it's meant to be three days a week mm. 
But so it's annoying. Like, three days a week is too much. I don't know. I don't know how we ever used to do five days. No, I don't same. know how. Me too. I ever got it. And like my old job, I used to have to be there at eight a.m. I don't know how I ever got anywhere for eight a.m. <laughs> was when I'd commute from Essex and I'd have to de-ice my car in the morning go and park at the station pay £6.50 to park at the station get on the train pay 15 quid on top of that to get into London and then spend the day that's so expensive I know I know and I was on like a junior salary honestly honestly that's that's not even worth it that's why I moved to London because it's like look I may as well live here (laughs) Literally, that's not even. Oh gosh, I can't even. Because it's like when I so I used to work in Topshop, yeah, mm. in Wolverhampton, and I literally like it got to a point. No, 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 it didn't even get to the point. I because I even even when because I first started off in the Topshop in Birmingham, mm. and even then I would refuse to catch the bus to get on the train. Mm. Like it got to the point where I was refusing to catch a bus because the bus was so expensive. I was walking to the train station from my house. Okay, my house is not in the city centre. Everything in Wolverhampton is like a 10 to 15 minute drive, but a 40 plus minute walk. Everything, everything to anywhere. My school could be like an hour walk, Mm. like literally everything. (laughs) 10 minute drive, 40 plus minutes walk. I used to walk to town or walk to the station from my house because I was not paying £2.50 for a single bus trip. <laughs> Are you joking? £2.50 and I was on minimum wage mm. and only working a four hour shift. Imagine an hour, an hour worth of my money would be spent on either getting the train to Birmingham when I worked in Birmingham or getting the bus to Wolverhampton. So I literally was just like, forget this and so that's why I transferred to Wolves because I'm like sorry like this is in my town and I don't need to pay, spend seven pounds mm. to get on the train um and then for a four hour shift because they still only gave you four hour shifts then um and then it got to like with Wolves it's like I ain't getting the bus because five pounds a day I don't think so like no that's extortionate like, being a junior is when I'm only getting pa- paid seven pound an hour <laughs> literally like oh gosh yeah just that's just not it's not it Mm -mm. yeah yeah but i'm just i just feel like yeah i'm really not liking this kind of post-covid era at the moment because i feel like these businesses they're not learning from what they learned over covid like the compassion is gone (laughs) yeah and it's like, have you not learned that, like, actually giving, treating your workers with respect and actually trusting that they can do work and you don't need to be watching them every yeah. every minute of the day? Haven't you learned that that's good? Like, and can we also understand, because especially in London, like in London, like an average commute is an hour. So it's like, I'm, and I'm commuting an hour. Mm. Um, and it's like, so can you understand that you're getting two hours of my life where you're mm. not paying me for it? That's if you That's expect so me true. to come in on time. Like you're not, you're not paying me for those two hours, but I have to still give you. Yeah. And then also there's the hours of getting ready in the morning. So I have to wake up at 
6 or 6 30 a.m to try and get somewhere for nine like it's true no yeah and no I, and to something, be honest, I don't I don't get anywhere for 9 a.m I don't care <laughs> like, I'm sorry something I'm I not doing really it. don't like these days is like parents no. <laughs> parents <laughs> they seem to get off lightly with things as in like parents can step away from their desk for ages even if their kid isn't a baby mm-hmm. they can step away from their desk for ages and it's a minor like they're given so much grace but when it's someone who doesn't have a kid and like say if you want to take a walk at lunchtime I think people yes. expect you to be accessible all the time and that really pisses me off like it's not the parent thing that pisses me off because it's like yeah fair enough if your kid's ill yeah you should get to you know spend time sorting them out whatever yeah. but it's just with everyone else it's like it's just we're expected I, to be the I robots there's grace and compassion given yeah. to parents but to other people I just don't feel like yeah. it's there as much so I get you because I get you in the extent of like I feel like now post COVID yeah post COVID has been very kind to people who have children in mm. the sense of like they can now be like oh no I've got the school run like you know that strictness isn't yeah, there because the it's like run. they are compassionate for the fact that they have the school run they're compassionate of the fact that they have their kids to think of which I, I also think is great it's fantastic but when it comes to the point especially yes. like the point you're making Diana of the fact that because you're young mm. because you don't have kids because you're out living your life right now you're seen as oh, well, you can just do it because, you know, you should be here these times because I had to be here these times when I didn't have kids and I didn't have a family. Exactly. But now I have all of these That's responsibilities the and you don't have any responsibilities. And it's just like, hold on, actually, maybe we're all human. Yeah. <laughs> and, and maybe, like, just because, just because obviously, like, I can be compassionate of the fact that you've got the school run and all of that stuff, but that doesn't mean that I have to be left in the office after 5pm. Mm. You do yeah. know what I mean, yeah. And I think that's where it's just like it's not it's not on, and it's like I love it for you that you get to spend more time with your kids and you can go and drop your kids off to school and you can go and you know pick them up after school. Mm. Um, however, that doesn't mean that like young people should have to be doing the brunt of the work when they're on a, such a low lower salary than you guys. It's true. Like you forget about the salary differences between you all, and it's like, oh, so you you're you're on like twenty, thirty grand more than me, and you're mm-hmm. like you're off doing the school run and everything, which is cool. But like, understand that I'm gonna come in, do my job, and go. Like, don't delegate me work at five p.m. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, just the yeah. compassion and don't things. expect me to get it to you. Yeah, like, come like, on, don't expect me on. to get it to you. No, no, thank you. Another thing yeah, actually that I've just, like, well, something that was kind of happening today with me, like, mm-hmm. even though I'm working from home, so I'm like sole designer on my team. Why am I hearing that developers and managers um, and IT developers are making design design decisions? Like <laughs> they're, they're making design decisions without consulting me. Mm. And I'm just getting pre-warned <laughs> by by someone else mm. um, because they're overhearing a conversation. And it's just like, nah, this is not... I don't think this is the type of dynamic I want to be yeah. working in. Like, Office gossip. Because as well, like... I'm finding like... I, yeah. 
I've been asking to join meetings and stuff. I've had to physically go and ask to join meetings and stuff. Mm. And it's just like, or, or someone is asking someone else about something and then they're coming to me and it's like, why can't, why can't they just ask me? Like, are we all not on teams? Like, why yeah. can't they just ask me? Literally. Do, like, do you think you know, like you get what your kind of like dream organization is to work for or your dream job is like where, where you want to be? Sorry, say that again. Do I know if this is where I want to be? No. Do you know where your dream job is? Like, what, what kind of organization you want to be in? Like, do you know? Do you know the kind of dynamic? Do you know what you want, basically? Yeah, I do. I feel like after kind of working in my previous job, because like the thing is, is that I liked my previous job. It's just that I didn't have work to do. Mm. <laughs> so I really like. I did like. I liked the dynamics of the company. I liked how it was. I liked that it was very like. I liked that it was quite. What's the word? Like. I like that it was quite I want to say on trend I want to say mm-hmm. in that current. in that sense yeah 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 current yeah like I liked those aspects of it and I feel like where I am at the moment isn't that mm-hmm. and while it's cool there's lots of new people on the team and stuff but everybody is still trying to be corporate and um basically where I work they sell shirts basically mm-hmm. um and it's like i feel like because of what we sell it's like everybody is trying to be corporate <laughs> and it's like i don't i don't want to be somewhere corporate yeah, like yeah. i'm working on a freaking website like just because they sell shirts don't mean that we have to act <laughs> like that <laughs> Act like boss like, bitches, <laughs> like city girls. It's not, it's, I feel like it's not even like a boss bitch kind of no. place. Like I'd rather it if it was, <laughs> but you know, like we sell shirts. <laughs> like, yeah, and I'm just. Uh, I feel like I like. Don't get me wrong. I still feel like this job is a good opportunity. There's a lot of things for me to learn and stuff, but. I don't know. I'm just. I'm just not sure if I'm fitting in here. I just. Yeah. I just feel a bit awkward, but. Definitely. Yeah, I just feel awkward, and it's just like, and like even like my team, like they made a lot of hires on my team. So my team actually culturally is actually diverse, mm. but it just doesn't feel diverse to me. Like the energy isn't feeling diverse to me. I like. I'm not. I'm not feeling comfortable. Yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Cause yeah, like- and and as well, and I I just I don't even think I don't feel like the company is culturally diverse because my last company had all of these. Um, and obviously, I was in a I was in a very big company. My last company, so mm. but like it had all of these. Um, Oh, what's the word? It's not even networks. This isn't university. I was going to say society. <laughs> yeah, all of these networks. Um, you know all of these groups that you could join and and I liked that because it made it it made it seem like like the company was inclusive there's lots of things that you could do Mm. and like well they have they have things here but it's just like okay why did I see like a social for five-a-side football (laughs) that's what they have at my place and that's stuff for for the guys (laughs) and and they had like 
I mean, in my last place, I had a rounders team. Like that was mm. that sounds fun. I didn't go, but like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Football. They have stuff for the rugby. They were watching the World Cup in the office. They, um, I mean, don't get me wrong. They did have like a games, a games night, as in like with like Nintendo Switch and stuff like that. Yeah, which I I didn't go to because I was like, I want to go home. Mm. But um, yeah. But then it's just like most of the things I'm seeing is like football, and it's like mm, cool. And and as well, actually, so another thing that I've that I feel is that when a workplace doesn't have free tampons and pads in there ready to take, I feel like that's not a place that I want to be working. Like I actually want to put a suggestion and say, can you provide menstrual products in the toilets? Because I'm sorry, like when I go to progressive buildings and stuff, they have they have free sanitary products. And I feel like like don't even get me wrong, I don't even use them, but I like to see that they're there. Cause mm. I'm sorry, sanitary products should be free and the workplace should provide it. Well, in, in public sector, you don't even get free coffee. You don't get free anything. Like you literally get free nothing. You get free coffee. You don't get discounts on the coffee Girl. downstairs. You you get nothing. <laughs> Girl. Well that will come out of everyone's taxes. That sounds awful. So <laughs> it's a no. <laughs> Ew. Yeah, I know. That's disgusting. I, all I've known is, is Don't public get free sector. Coffee. Like, and I feel like it is very corporate and it's very, um, it's very heavy. Like, it's very heavy. Mm. <laughs> and I haven't really even noticed it. Um, yeah. But it's very heavy working for the public honest, sector. Um, I feel like it'd yeah. be nice to work somewhere that is a little yeah. bit more carefree and a little bit it. more like upbeat. Mm. Yeah. Mm hmm. It's it's yeah. It's not. It's I think not that would be nice for you. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would be nice for you. Because I'm just like as well for me. I'm like, because I came from I came from a I came from a retail company, but they they class themselves as a tech company. So mm. I came from tech, and then now I'm in e-commerce. I'm still in e-commerce. But like, I would say that this is an e-commerce company. It's not, it's not a tech company. And I just, I want to be in a tech company. Like, mm. I think, I feel like tech is where, tech is where the, the progressiveness is, um, you know, and they're trying to keep it with appearances. And I'm just not, I feel like I'm just not really feeling, feeling it right now, which is a shame, but I'm going to keep going, see if I can implement change, see if I can do anything. Um, you know, and and get the experience that you know, like there's a lot of valuable experience that I can get here. Mm. <sighs> but like literally, I've I just feel like, <laughs> see, my probation period hasn't even finished yet, and already this is <laughs> this is what I'm feeling, <laughs> and I'm already next year I'm ready to be fully remote. I'm ready to be just like, like I'm gonna even look for jobs that are probably like that are kind of base in America and stuff like that you know and be that remote worker mm. that works in the UK and I work on my own hours and then I catch up with them at random points kind of thing and I just want to travel like and be fully remote and just travel where I want to and work I'm just literally this 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 is what this job is make is just really <laughs> spurring me on to do now like really you know I've just... actually I think I've come to realise as well that I 
I'm not look sometimes I like working in a team but I think I prefer to work a bit more siloed <laughs> I, I like work doing my own Do thing and then coming back to the team and being like look this is what I've been working on and then if anyone has anything to say or any mm-hmm. they need any any of my help anywhere let me know but like let me just get on with my work and then you know I'll come back to you when when you need something or when I need to give you something um, I feel like that's okay that's the way I like to work because sometimes teamwork I just get a bit mm-hmm. stressed out because it's, it's working with so many different types of people and people have different yeah. um, like ideas of when a deadline should be and different, just, oh, it's too much sometimes. Maybe I should work for myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get you. I just, yeah, because the thing is like, I don't even, I don't mind working in a team, but then I feel like I, feel like I work quite solo still regardless because I'm the only designer on the mm. team so it's like um, I am kind of just like working by myself and then yeah then giving it to the developers and stuff mm-hmm. so yeah I don't know oh we'll see mm. my probation is going to be finished soon anyway so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good luck yeah but Oh, I don't need, I don't need luck. Like, it'll be fine. <laughs> Actually, because I, okay, tell me something. Have you ever, like, not passed a probation? Yes. Like, yeah, me too. Um, <laughs> like, but that was in my first job, but that was in that was the first, job where she was bullying job. me. Yeah, I was getting bullied as well. So I hated yeah. the job. I hated it so much. <laughs> oh, did you? Hmm. Yeah, what so what what was your situation with that? So I was working for a pension organization and um mm-hmm. like <laughs> I did make some mistakes. Like this was my first job out of college. So I was 70. Yeah, I made some mistakes. They're meant to be training you. I know they didn't train me properly, but like we had a system where people would send us their updated bank details and you had to input in a system and like things like that. I think I made a mistake once mm. and I put I put a digit wrong in someone's bank detail. But the thing is, human error is gonna happen in those types of jobs because we were receiving yeah. like hundreds of bank details every week. Like and I mm-hmm. I was the one that was responsible for putting things in. And I was also on the telephones and I hated that because I didn't know, like people would ask complex questions about their payroll and their payroll number, as well as um, Mm -hmm. if someone's spouse died and um, they had questions about what happens with their pension, they'd call up and I'd have to speak to someone whose spouse has just died. They're tender and sensitive. And like sometimes obviously like when someone dies, their pension stops so they call up and they're angry about why is the pension stop I'm not getting their money blah 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 blah. Mm. I honestly like I hated that job so much because it was so depressing and I wasn't really trained on how to deal with like grieving people or anything like that I was just on the phone like chatting shit to these people and I hated it and like my manager she was just like like she wouldn't train me and the team didn't train me properly and then when I'd make mistakes it was like really patronizing. Like, like she'd be like, you did this wrong. What's going wrong then? What's going wrong then? And stuff like that. And it was like constantly like that. And there wasn't really much like positive mm. affirmation. It was always, oh, like something's gone wrong again. And I used to, oh, I hated it so much. Uh, actually, the worst <sighs> thing that happened to me was um, when I was working mm-hmm. there, I was asked to send um, a letter to like 
loads and loads of people about, I don't know, maybe updating something on the system because we didn't have maybe their their like latest like telephone number or something like that. So I had a spreadsheet of names that I had to go through and send the letters to and I ended up just sending the letter I think I've mentioned this on the podcast before but I ended up sending the letters to dead people and their family members received the letters and they were like look this person doesn't even receive a pension but I was just doing what I was told what was from the spreadsheet and my name was at the bottom of it to be be honest that that isn't even something that's unheard of though like lots lots of times like people receive letters for their for their deceased partners spouses True. and stuff like that like it it happens a lot it's not even something that like that's not even something that she should have been penalized for especially when it's not in the system that these people have died yeah like why are their names there but readily them, available they were in the system that it was in the system that they had died. Mm-hmm. Someone put them on the spreadsheet. I don't know why. And the like person's family would call up and be like, I'm not sure why you've sent them this, this because they're not receiving obviously a pension anymore. We let you know about um, their death before, blah, blah. And I was just like, Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. like <laughs> nightmare, literally a nightmare. <laughs> but again, but why did they, I'm sorry, why did they put this on? A, this reminds me of my, my mishap mm. in my job, which I know I've told this story as well. But, um, cause I feel like I feel like I vaguely remember this story, but yeah, it's fine. I told like, you this but it's only vague. A couple years ago. But, um, yeah. But then, um, it's like, why did they put those names on the spreadsheet? Because why, mm-hmm. why is it now your job to look on the spreadsheet and double check the names of the people who are deceased? What, like, how are you meant to do that? That Why are the names being inputted on the spreadsheet at all in the first place? Why are the names not in the system as deceased so they wouldn't get automatically get, get added to the spreadsheet? Like, how does that make any sense? I know, it's so fucking annoying. And I remember when I... I was put in a meeting about like my preparation. It was like two people. I think one of the guys, I don't even know what his job was. And then it was another guy. It wasn't even my manager who told Mm. me that like my probation's up and like I've only got like a month left or whatever. It was like just a random man from HR. And um, they they were telling this to me. And I was just like, I think I, that's I think that's normal for HR, but your manager is meant to be in there as well. Yeah, she wasn't. She I'd went expect. out for lunch while while it's happening, and then she came back in from lunch and she was like, "Oh, sorry, I didn't talk to you before." And I was just like, "What? Like you bitch? No, you're not fucking sorry." In it, you're this not is the sorry. thing. I, don't, I feel like as well. I don't. I don't really like working, like you know, with like female managers, I feel like there's just something about them where they're just dickheads all the time. Like, mm. yeah, I, I the, the one male manager that I had, he was like the best, like he, he, he just, me and him just really got on. Like things were really easy because mm. like, he'd always listen to what I'm saying. I'd listen to what he's saying. And he was a white guy and he had like, um, his wife was Asian and his kids were like mixed race. I think he had a soft spot mm. for me because it, like, just as a person of color, I felt like <laughs> he's young. I think he just yeah. thought I was quite cool. And like, we'd talk about things all the time. He was the guy that was like, oh, Deanna, your hair is always so cool. Like you're always doing cool things with your hair. Like <laughs> mm. <laughs> those type of white guys in the <laughs> office, they're just so fun. Um, but yeah, they yeah, are I was fun. They're to- lovely. When they notice that your hair's changed, it's like, it's like, Isn't oh, it? thank you for saying that my hair's nice. Like, yes, it has changed. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for noticing. 
<laughs> but um, when I was I was pulled into the meeting, um, yeah, they they were explaining it to me like, oh yeah, so your probation is going to end. Here's some letters, blah 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 blah. And then they just asked me like how I am and stuff, and I <laughs> I said something like, yeah, I haven't really been enjoying it here for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I was just so honest. I was like, yeah, I haven't really liked the job to be. And it was my first job, like, out of education. I was like, yeah, I haven't really enjoyed mm. it. I, I'm excited to look for something new. <laughs> oh, wow. But I'm glad so that wait, I was honest. So basically, did your probation, did your probation, like, end? It wasn't extended. It was just like, oh, we're ending it and you yeah. haven't carried on. Yeah. Fair, fair enough. You might as well be honest. Like, yeah. <laughs> but you might as well. It's just like, I don't want to be here anyway. So, you know what? Thank you. <laughs> Let me move on then. Yeah. I'm allowed to be um, bitter. Let yeah. me be bitter. <laughs> yeah. But you weren't even being bitter. You're just mm. like, you know what? Fine. Just that's that's okay with me. I'm not upset. <laughs> like, yeah. Like the stars know. are aligning. Like, get me out of here. <laughs> yeah. Literally. I feel like my probation story, um, so my probation got extended. So this is why it was just like, what's the fucking point? Mm. <laughs> um, but basically, um, and as well, I just, just the reasonings just weren't correct. <laughs> just, the reasonings were just bullshit. Um, so basically I started working in, so this company, um, it was like, they manufactured retail displays. And basically my job role as a, as a, I was, um, as a product designer there, um, was basically, I was kind of drawing holes on a computer screen basically to, to and testing mm. to fit, to make sure that the makeup fits in it and can be held up and whatever. Mm. So that, that was my job basically. Anyway, and this is my first job. Finally, out of uni, it took me a year to get to manage to get a job. Um, mm. Somehow, it was in London, in West, in West London, to which got me to then start living far, far West London. Mm. But anyway, um, yeah. So <laughs> I was like, yeah. So in this place, I. Um, I started and they didn't give me time to find somewhere to live. So, mm. um, cause I was just like, oh, can I, I, can I need to look for somewhere to live? Can I start this day? And they were like, oh, could you, could you just start this date? So then we agreed to start the 10th of September. Cause I was just like, I'm not starting before my birthday. So, mm. <laughs> um, so we agreed to start. This is the thing, you know, with these jobs, like, I remember my start dates, like very weird. <laughs> I don't know why I remember all my start dates, but mm. I do anyway. So yeah, I just don't remember the start date of the design museum. Anyway, sorry, mm. I digress. Um, so yeah, this job. So they didn't let me find somewhere to live. So that got me commuting from North London to far West London every mm. morning because I had because I stayed with family. So I was getting up at like four a.m. so oh. I could get to this office at eight. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why in the world we have to start at 8 a.m. in the morning. I don't like, I'm just a fucking designer. Why do I need to be there at 8 a.m.? I don't know. Anyway, yeah. So, and this is all pre COVID, by the way. So, um, yeah. <laughs> so, I'm there, like, commute. So, yeah. So, I obviously was very tired, mm. um, you know, getting to this place for 8 a.m. every morning. I was very tired. 
um, really trying my best. On the, on the side, I was also looking for somewhere to live. I was trying to find places to live. Mm. And you know, like trying to find somewhere to rent in London is just a friggin' nightmare. Mm. Um, so I was doing all of this while starting this new job. Anyway, um, so this woman, I don't know what her issue was. Um, I think she was just a bitch, but she <laughs> was like to me, um, okay, so like things happen. I'm doing the job, like I'm doing the job fine. Um, the first thing was, was that, so like obviously we'd get phone calls from clients and stuff and whatever. So obviously they want to talk to the person who's admin, which is this mm. woman who also doubles as HR. So she calls herself the office manager. She also doubles as HR, um, <laughs> whatever. So um, she said to me at the very beginning, she was very much like, oh, don't worry about the phones. Don't don't answer the phone. We'll train you on the phones, blah, blah, blah. So this is what admin, mm. all this time, this is what she's doing. Two weeks later, she starts making comments of, oh, Alex is scared of the phones. Oh my God. Like, huh? <laughs> You, you told me not to answer the phone mm. and there's there's two people who are admin like why should I have to answer <laughs> yeah. the phone yeah. most of the time the, the phone calls are coming for you guys as admin or it's coming to or it's coming for the um, project manager mm. um, and he will pick up the phone kind of thing uh, so anyway oh Alex is scared of the phones kept making comments like that I was like hold on you said I would get training on the phones mm. okay anyway so like I, so I used to wait for it to ring to see if people would pick up the guy who like I was next to he would always ignore the phone I he would ignore the bitches. fucking phone all the time so sneaky all the time oh literally and he wouldn't he wouldn't be told about get the phone and like, when it comes to like oh it's still ringing ringing and like basically me and this guy shared a fucking phone anyway so the phone was directed <laughs> towards him it was on his freaking desk so um yeah so it would ring 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 and then then he'll wait a bit then he'll be like oh, and then pick up the phone um so yeah anyway so they're making comments about how I'm scared of the phones and like and she used to like wait to see if I would answer it and it's just like why are you waiting Dude, to see if I'm gonna answer yeah. it when the phone is for you yeah, do your fucking job. You are <laughs> literally. I am a designer. You are like, and this is, and literally, she's that. That started like two weeks in. So then I would try and answer the phones and stuff, and I would literally have to pass it to her each time. Mm. And they hadn't shown me how to pass over the calls to them. And like, and the thing is, we're all in one tiny office. Why do we all have? Why? Why is there five phones anywhere? I just like it's just bullshit. So. <laughs> Um. Anyway, so yeah, so that that was the one one thing. Um. Then so then when it came to my probation, um, being over, she was just like, "Oh yeah, we decided to extend your probation." I was like, "Huh?" And and she was like, "Yeah, because you got you got off to a bit of a slow start, didn't you?" And I was like, I was shocked. I was just like, "What? What do you mean?" I was I was mm. really like. I, I don't I don't understand yeah you got off to a slow start blah 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 and and I did try to and I feel like I tried to address it with her 
which she wasn't having it. And I was just like, oh, obviously when I first started, I was really tired because I was looking for somewhere to live. Oh yeah, but but I get in for, I get in for 7 a.m. Andy gets in for 6 a.m. Mm. I'm just like, yeah, but who told Andy and you to do that? I don't know. Like, and like, you're senior. Uh, uh, like, you're more senior than me. <laughs> exactly. You guys have the keys to open up the fucking place. So, like, mm. what do you want me to do? And anyway, so there was that. Then there was times, like, these... They used to... So, like, basically... So the guy who I shared a desk with, like he had like special privileges because he like lived in Kent or something because he just moved mm. house and he's just and he's getting married and whatever. Um, so he got to leave at four and he would come in at like half seven or something mm. um, because you know he was lived in Kent now mm. and then he um, and also he got to work from home one day mm-hmm. a week. Um, and then they wouldn't let anybody else do it because there were other senior people who they asked for a similar thing and they were like, oh no, oh, he can only do it because he lives so far, blah, blah, mm. blah, and all this stuff. Anyway, um, so he could work from home one day a week and all of this stuff. Um, so he just had some special privileges. And then, so then there was this time when, yeah, like they, they used to, leave me and my friend in the office by ourselves like they all used to fuck off at four and they um they would leave us by the in the office by ourselves Mm. um and it was just like why are the two junior people are in the office Mm. (laughs) until this time um and then like then as well soon my, my friend had left and then they used to leave me by myself in the office which my therapist always says like that wasn't on like they shouldn't have been doing that mm-hmm. um because like i'm a i'm a junior like um and basically that those were the days um so the, the office um not the office the warehouse manager would be there um mm-hmm. obviously downstairs and then he would be locking up and then he used to say to me once they were all gone he would be like oh alex just just go like and he would just like let me go a bit early and one time um so you had to kind of like turn the phones over so the the calls wouldn't come through anymore mm. and one time um so he let me go and literally it was literally 10 minutes 10 minutes before 5 mm-hmm. and he let me go this stupid bitch she was calling and she tried to kind of go and then in the morning she was like oh Alex um did you leave early yesterday I was like mm, no and basically and then the 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 warehouse manager kind of said to me he was like oh Alex okay this this girl um this woman she's asking about you leaving just say just say it was me blame everything on me um I've told I told her that I turned the phones over early mm. so I was just like okay all right then so like he was just like no no just say it was me I'm gonna take the fall for it and and basically she was like oh well yeah because the phones were turned over and I'm like why were you calling the office at 10 to 5 yeah like what did you want she was checking up on you literally so yeah she was trying to check up on me and then she did it and then she was doing it like for the for the next few weeks she was literally <gasps> doing it and she was like she would call up like like two minutes before five like literally mm. stuff like that just checking and then pretending like she wanted to see if her keys were still there or stuff like that. Like just literally for bullshit things. Mm. Um, anyway, so the final straw 
of that place for me was, which I know I've told the story. This woman gave me a spreadsheet. So I had a spreadsheet of like all of these stores that um, the project I was doing was getting sent out to. Mm. Yeah. On the spreadsheet, some stores have addresses, other stores don't. Um, no, 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 not that they have addresses. No, some stores have quantities and some of the quantities are blank. Mm. So that's saying how many things are getting shipped to the store. So, you know, if the quantity is blank, like what, what, what would that make you think? Mm. You know, like 10 points. <laughs> <laughs> Show me you're working. <laughs> like, if there's if there's no quantity next to a store, what would you think? What me personally? That yeah. What would you think if there's no quantity next to a store? That there's not like, a store there. I don't know. There you go. There's nothing being sent there. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Cool. Well done. Ten points to you, Diana. Anyway. <laughs> So why did this woman? So this woman, um, she she was like, oh, Alex, give me the spreadsheet and I'll book the stores on. I was like, oh, okay, do you want me to cross the things off that aren't going? And she's like, no, 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 it's fine. Okay. Then this woman, so then I printed out labels for my boxes and she wanted the mm-hmm. labels. I gave the labels. And then she's there like, Alex, why are there less labels to how many addresses I've booked? To how many addresses are in here? And she's like, and then she was like, are you telling me? And she and she raised her voice, she shouted. She's like, are you telling me that I, that some of these things aren't going to all of these stores? And I was like, I did ask you if you wanted me to cross it. No, you didn't, you didn't do anything. <gasps> blah, 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 blah. Now I have to go call her back up and I have to tell her that all of these aren't going and blah, 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 all of this stuff. And literally she shouted at me, she stomped her feet, everything. And I, I was just like, I just like got up and I walked out of the room and I mm. literally like, I kind of like opened the door really harshly and whatever. And I walked out and I like cried in the corridor. Aww. I remember going outside. There was a couple of times I'd gone outside and I cried and I would call up my mum be like, mum, I can't be here anymore. Like mm. there was a few times that I did that um, because of this fucking woman. And um and even like and even the manager as well. There's times when I'll be going to go into the work one of the workshop managers to ask, Oh, could you help me with this? And can I is this possible? Can I do this? And then I would have the manager, the actual manager of the place, and like and he would be kind of like trying to look over my shoulder and he's there talking. And I just like there was one time I just literally I kept my back turned to him because I was like, Look, I don't need your input because you're not being helpful and you're pissing me off. <laughs> And I was just like, I just ignored him. And then, um, but the two, them two were there talking to each other and I just ignored him. And um, and I was like, oh yeah, Andy, can you still help me with this? Yeah. And I just ignored the actual manager <laughs> of the place because I like, that guy was, that guy was a dickhead as well. Like, just like, like to the point of like, this is, he owns his company, but he lets this stupid bitch run, run the fucking office. Mm. Like, anyway, um, so yeah, when that woman shouted at me, that was when I decided that I was like, you know what? I am handed in my notice. I'm not staying here. Mm. Um, oh yeah, my probation got extended, but then that that got thrown out the window because the company was going into administration. So then they renewed everyone's contracts. So it's like all of this stuff was bullshit because they didn't, they didn't, they had no reason to extend my probation because there was nothing wrong with the work I was doing. Um, 
and as well like I I always used to come I always came in on time always like I was I was never late um only the times when like say the train there was one time that I overslept and I just said that I blamed it on the trains um mm. so there's one time that I woke up at like eight o'clock <laughs> um <laughs> And I just blamed it on the trains. Um, there was like, I was hardly, I hardly ever was sick. I never really took sick days. Mm. Um, there was like one time that I was sick. There was one time that I threw up in the morning and I still went to work because I felt like it was too no. early for me to have a sick day. Literally, yeah. That's such a bad um, culture. So, so bad. And yeah, I just remember that workplace has been so awful and so horrible and like while like I had my friend there who and my friends there who like just made it bearable it was the worst the worst place mm. ever and I feel like now that's why with how I am like I'm so laid back with work culture because it's like no one can no one can bully me mm. <laughs> in an office again no, no one can and if someone has a problem with me and if they want to ex- send my probation or if they want to get rid of me you know what fine get rid of me good riddance I probably this probably wasn't the best place for me to be anyway like literally Mm -hmm. that is just that is just a thought process I have now because it's like there's gonna be there has to be something better than that bullshit like never again I could ever go through that if if an organization doesn't want you then you don't want to be there like that's how you're kind of yeah your brain should think because why would you want to be somewhere where you're not wanted? Like you could be elsewhere. Exactly. With your skills being appreciated. Like there's many places that will appreciate your skills. Like you don't have to just force it with this one organization because you're just not going to fit in everywhere. Even if like you're good at the job, Mm. sometimes managers just have it out to get you. And you just got to yeah, like exactly. find someone sometimes that works they're racist, Sometimes they're sexist. Yeah. Like sometimes there's just a general yeah. problem and you don't even know what the problem is. They're just bullies. Like, and it's not, it's they, not fair. It's not nice. hate you for whatever. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Um, but that, and that's why I keep trying to, I keep trying to like tell people just like, don't feel that you have to be doing stuff. If you're not feeling right, then you're not feeling right. And that's okay. Don't feel like you have to be bending over backwards for these work people because I'm sorry, like they don't give a shit about you. So like, make sure that you, make sure that you care about your well-being and you put that first because it's just not worth it. Yeah, because they don't, they they literally don't care a lot of the time. Like they don't care about you. They care yeah. about the work that you're doing. They don't care about you. So you've literally got exactly. yourself Exactly, and squeezing as much out of you as they can. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it's hard. It's definitely hard yeah. to put yourself first because you feel like you need, well, I at least, I feel like I need to prove myself all the time. Um, and I don't mm. know if I've got, I don't know if I've got imposter syndrome. I think I used to have it. And it's got it's got to a stage now where I'm like, like I think I've said this on the podcast before, but like you see Rishi and you see Liz Truss and you see Boris, and it's just like, look, I could do a better job than you all. Like I I know I can do a better job than you all at running the country. So I don't feel imposter syndrome in that sense, but sometimes mm-hmm. I don't know, I don't know, like I don't know, I'm just chatting shit. No, you're not chatting shit at all. Like I understand everything that you just said. Um, because I just, I feel like with imposter syndrome, it's like, 
I think it's good that you're not really feeling it as much mm. right now because you're confident in the work that you're doing. And I think I think that's just so important. Just get into that stage mm. where you are confident in the work that you're doing that actually when people want to try and question you about things, it's like, hold on, don't be questioning me because I fucking know what the fuck I'm doing. Thank you. Like, yeah, you know, and yeah. that is so important um, because I feel like, I'm still, I feel like I'm still quite early on in this career where I'm still feeling like, uh, do I know what I'm doing? Is this right? And because I'm the sole designer as well right now, it's kind of like, yeah. does anybody know if this is right? Like this just see, and it's kind of like, I'm, I'm in this point where it's just like, this seems a bit too easy. Yeah. <laughs> and like, and I'm still getting paid my money. Is it really meant to be this, this easy? Is this like a bit of a joke? Is this a bit like, uh, mm. but but I'm just trying to remind myself, actually, look, know what? Get paid what you're worth. And like, even if you feel mm-hmm. like, oh, this is easy. Know what? Then you should be getting paid more than like, yeah. <laughs> just, be getting, just be getting paid the money and don't feel guilty about being paid a salary that you can actually live on. Like, mm. let's not feel guilty and let's just keep just getting our money, guys. Cause I'm sorry, like this, this world, this cost of living crisis, mm. Mm, it's yeah. not worth it. Yeah. Like, I do feel like with um, imposter syndrome as well, it's sometimes like, I, I, I guess I've kind of felt it in this job, but it's like when you're at the very beginning and you're still learning the ropes and you're still learning, what's required Mm. and like you know sometimes with jobs in a completely different area from what you're used to you've got to start from scratch and learn what the organization's about and what the objectives are and like actually feel like you can articulate yourself when you're talking to like external people about what you're doing and I feel like that that can take some time but like today for instance I I was at an event and there was quite like a senior politician there and he did a speech and the amount of times he said um I would have I I could probably count about 50 times he said um in his speech he was like um 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 um, um." all the time I was like fucking hell I don't know what you're saying like I literally I can't even listen to what you're saying because you're you're like you went to private school you've you've had all of the like teachings and stuff but what you're Mm -hmm. saying first of all and you still can't practice your presentations yeah your (laughs) presentation was shit your the 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 arms was just dis- disrupting everything you were saying you were reading from a whole script mm. and what whatever you were saying just didn't seem genuine because like it was always oh let me take a break but say um, um, um like i'm trying to catch up with what what's going on on the paper like nothing seemed genuine and i was like jesus like, i think i'm not the best at presentations or public speaking but i listen to people i'm like fuck me like i do i do a fine is, job at this <laughs> a black woman could never Yes. A black woman can never do that. White men can go and can go and um through their speeches. This guy was and be Asian. prime minister at the exact same time. Yeah. Okay, men. Anyway, it doesn't <laughs> men in general, like and white men, they can mm. go, like. I mean, yeah. Let's even talk about Asian men because look at Rishi Sunak. He's there too, mm-hmm. just bumbling through. Just doing whatever. Just chatting shit. Like, it's honestly like it's it's just a technique. Chatting absolute bullshit. It's yeah. when you sound posh and you're and just like because um 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 it kind of makes them sound that. like they're inquisitive and they're really thinking about what this but what he was doing, it just <laughs> but you know no. when you can read read the situation, it's like you don't know what you're trying to say. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god, I remember a time when um my lecturer, this dickhead, he mm. um 
he came and singled me out and asked me a random question like in a tutorial group um and so i started to answer the question and i said um like mm. bear in mind he's just randomly put this question on me <laughs> i go um then i go to carry on to answer and he interrupts me and he says why did you say um Ugh. i was like as a filler like i literally mm. i literally said as a filler word like can you let me finish off what yeah. i'm trying to think about me. saying you literally yeah. just asked me a question and i literally i literally just said that to him because i'm just like bitch fuck off like <laughs> you've literally just asked me the question and i'm thinking about my answer and i'm actually giving you an answer when anybody else on this table would not give you an answer except for that one guy who who knows how to bullshit his way through everything mm. no one else would have an answer for you I actually have an answer and it's not bullshit so yeah let me speak like, you know I just oh love gosh, having lecturer he was racist as well <laughs> not surprised I love having the skills <laughs> to actually be able to kind of read when someone is bullshitting like or when someone is is posh and they're making some they're dressing something up that isn't that special isn't that Mm. important isn't that that intellectual it's just you know how to dress something up and like it's it's fun being able to read through it because that imposter syndrome disappears (laughs) yeah do you you know what i love even more Mm. that i'm learning that gift of bullshit i love it (laughs) I don't like like it though. I realise that. Oh, I love it. I love being... Because I'm sorry, all these white people are bullshitting their way through life and I should be able to bullshit my way through too. So like... I think it sounds stupid. Like the thing is... Oh no. Have you not heard the bullshit where like... Oh, have you not heard like those good bullshitters where they're talking a load of fluff, but it's like everything is like, hold on, that sounds good. Have you not heard those bullshitters? No, no. Because, like, I honestly oh. think, like, n- not no offense to you, but like, I, <laughs> I don't want to assimilate. I don't want to be be that person. No, I, no, it's I, not. I it's not even I about not assimilating. Sacrifice my my common sense no. ahead to kind of do that. I'm telling I just you. Can't. No, but the thing is, like, I'm sorry, bullshitters. They get far in life. Like, it's not even do, about assimilating because bothered. the thing I is, the, the thing is is that like if you have the gift of bullshit like when people want to ask you a question and you're like feeling like oh um i don't know if i've done that or if this is what i've done is right or if this is good or if this is good enough if you can talk up your work because this is this is what i feel like the gift of bullshit is most of the time if you can talk up what you're doing that is just like oh my god that's what they're doing oh that sounds really good really interesting like i could have like written my name on a piece of paper but you know what I've written my name that good. It's this elaborate. It's this fucking amazing that they are happy with it, you know? And like, that is the gift of bullshit where it's like, actually, like, it's such a good skill to have because the thing is, is that while you might think that something you've done has taken five minutes, yeah, and was an easy task for you, for someone else, actually, that's that's a task that they couldn't do. And if you can talk it up instead of just saying, oh, I've only just done this, if you speak up and talk up everything that you've done, you know, that actually just puts more um, onus on your skill level. And it actually puts more on to actually, this is a skill that I only have that you couldn't have done. And while, yeah, it was five minutes to me, it was easy. 
actually no no let me talk it up because oh yeah this is fucking amazing and yeah. um, that is the gift of bullshit that I'm talking about because when like in uni and stuff there was this one guy there was this one guy who like every week every tutorial like he hasn't actually done any extra work but he could just talk 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 around <laughs> his subject and like every week I was just like oh he sounds like he's just doing loads and then there was one week where I was just like hold on he said this last week Hmm. And I don't, and he's, and he, what he's talking about, I'm just like, this don't, like, actually, this doesn't fully make sense, but he's just talking with such conviction that, hmm. like, everybody just takes it. And then I spoke to him afterwards, and he was just like, yeah, I haven't done nothing. Like, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just winging it all. And I'm just like, actually, no, this is, this is a true gift. And, sometimes you need to be able to wing it and like that's what I used to do like um because I used to do that in that first job where that bitch was being a bitch I used to do that in that first job and like I just started to kind of learn this gift of bullshit because why while it seems like it's bullshit to us actually to everybody else yeah okay I've I've drawn a circle on illustrator but to them oh my gosh that is a logo (laughs) do you know what I mean yeah I get it like in a job interview I've definitely been the one to to say, yeah, so I've managed this, I led on this, I I drove yeah, this area of to. work. Yeah, which And it's you the have truth to. as well. Yeah, it is the truth. But it's just other things when it's like when when it just comes across as really disgenuine, like I just I hate that kind of bullshit in because it's like when yeah. when you're coming across like Oh, I don't even know. I can't think of an example off the top of my head, but... Okay, I've got an example. Yeah. I understand understand what you're talking about. I've got an example. Say it's like... um, Okay, imagine that someone is talking up like uh, a night out and you were there. Mm. Okay, yeah. Imagine like someone's talking up up after work drinks. Yeah, Mm. you, you went to the same after work drinks, but they're just like, oh yeah. So we went and we had this gourmet meal. Okay, you guys, Mm. you guys had chicken and chips. Yeah. We had a gourmet (laughs) meal. It was, it was so good. Blah, blah, blah. And then after that, yeah, we went on, we went on this bend down. Oh my gosh, we had like the most fantastic Mm. espresso martinis. Like, blah, blah, blah. Everybody had like a vodka and coke. Oh, (laughs) we're the most fantastic cocktails. Blah, 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 blah. And then, and then they talk up things. Yeah. And the things are just like, hold on, like how, they're talking up these things, but they're saying too much now. And it's just like, and actually mm. like, I was there, it was not that good. Like that kind of bullshit. It, and that's the bullshit that people can see through because that's the bullshit where it's just like, we know that you're lying. <laughs> yeah, it's that politician bullshit where it's like, we're doing so much yeah. in this area and this and this and this, and we really care and we really prioritize. And then they start like, bumbling over the words. Honestly, when Rishi said, oh, I really care about the children. That's why I'm introducing maths last week. Like (laughs) things like that is like the ultimate bullshit that anyone can see through. Like you're lying. Mm. You're actually lying. Um, So yeah, Yeah. that's a skill I don't want to have. I don't want to be a liar. (laughs) Yeah. Because that's the thing. Because I'm finding that the politics... I'm sorry, these politicians, like it's not even the gift of bullshit anymore. Like they're just outright just... Shit. Liars, they're frauds. <laughs> like, yes, yeah, it's not even like I can't. I can't even say Boris Johnson is a bullshitter because he did not fool me at any time. Like I was just like, huh? Same. I, I'm confused. Why do people like this man? I'm confused. Why? And uh, everyone's like, oh, he's so funny. Why is he funny? I don't find anything funny yeah. about him. Yeah. 
so yeah, I feel like there's a difference between the gift of bullshit and being a dickhead. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. I think there's a difference. And the gift of bullshit, like you know, is 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 fantastic. Like I do <laughs> admire those people because I feel like my friend, um, one of my friends, has like is so good at bullshitting. He is so good at bullshitting. He just talks a lot of shit, and I'm just like what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> and then it's also like, I'm just, I'm I'm glad that you have so much faith in what you do. Like, I love that for you. Mm. So like, keep going, keep going. Um, yeah. Yeah. I find, yeah. yeah. Don't you think that like artists do that a lot? What, bullshit? Yeah. I don't know any artists, but then when I go to like museums and I read the... Um, yeah, you read the shit the that things, they write about yeah, the, the piece caption. and it's just like, this, it's like, this, this does not show the structure of society. Yeah, and I'm like, <laughs> huh? It's literally like a lump of coal. Like, what's that supposed to mean? <laughs> but no, it's got a whole story. It literally <laughs> it represents like, their dead oh. relatives. <laughs> it's always something it, it traumatic. The, the demise of society. Yeah. <laughs> Oh gosh, yeah. Like that's what I find. I just find art. Yeah, if you want to learn the gift of bullshit, like go go look at artwork. Yeah. <laughs> um go listen to some shit rappers. I don't know, like do you know what I mean? They just go listen to like I don't know Kanye West tweets. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what he's on like I feel like he used to have the gift of bullshit and now I don't know what's going on but mm. but then you still got people who are still blindly wanting to stay loyal eh it's true probably not so much now but yeah um, mm. oh sorry speaking of Kanye West this quick one he's apparently got married to his designer who is his designer honestly I'm to his easy designer who's been in his life for years. Um, but then he'll still be posting about Kim. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's very, very weird. <laughs> um, it's very confusing. Um, and Kim Kardashian was tweeting, saying, tweeting random tweets, which is Why deleted is she tweeting or whatever. About this? Um, I don't understand all these people. Like, she wasn't tweeting. Like, she wasn't like, tweeting about this. She was tweeting about oh, about self worth and all this bullshit. Oh, like doing, um, doing 40, little quotes please. like Chloe. Yeah, <sighs> like just just shit like that. But um, yeah, which is pretty hilarious. <laughs> odd, odd people. Yeah. Literally, yeah, just weird um yeah anyway do you want to inject something yes I do um not drugs guys (laughs) positive vibes (laughs) I wrote some affirmations today because I've been feeling really down and really sad and um, yeah these I hope they can help someone but I've got a list I'll read some out so they're all about things that I deserve because I need to pump myself up so I deserve to be respected Mm -hmm. I deserve to be listened to and to be heard I deserve to be treated gently and kindly I deserve to say no without feeling like I'm letting people down I deserve a support system who stands by me and I deserve to be around people who like to prioritise my safety so (laughs) 
those oh, they're I all very that. niche to my situations this week but yeah yeah I'm and just I trying think, to I think that's good Mm. I think I think that's good because like everything that you just said, like even though they are very niche to you, they are very important things because like you like you need to surround yourself around people and around like and have the energy around you that mm. actually also wants to keep you safe and actually wants to and actually cares about your well being also. Yeah. And whenever you end up in a space where you feel where you feel unsafe or you feel like that is not being met then that is questionable and it's not safe for you um and it's not safe for your mental health either so I feel like it's very important it doesn't matter like how long maybe you've known these people if you're not feeling safe around them that's not that's not the environment you should be in yeah and you should have to be in even today like I've I've been like doing a lot of journaling and like noting stuff down and I've kind of I I think because I live well, I don't live alone I've got a flatmate but I feel like I live alone a lot of the time and I'm like I spend a lot of time by myself sometimes like when it comes to support systems I get annoyed at myself that sometimes I need to reach out to people for support because I think oh like I'm I'm independent so I should be able to deal with things on my own and like I've got a really weird mentality when it comes to things like this because I think well like you know there's this whole thing online where I don't know it must be projected onto me where people are like look the only person that's got your back fully is yourself and like you need to you need oh to be God. there for yourself blah blah blah, blah. like that is I feel that's like those just ingrained yeah yeah stuff like that that's kind of just ingrained in my mind and I just need to get rid of it because it's like I actually need community and I need to be around people that are gonna support Mm -hmm. me I can't just rely on myself to like always pick myself back up sometimes I need help (laughs) and -hmm. sometimes it's hard to like admit things like that Mm -hmm. I think as well like because you know how you say like I think I guess as well, especially because like you've you've been at home, you like you lived at home mm. um, for quite like for quite some time, and obviously this this ha- was a big change for you, especially like mm. um, especially like with the circumstances with how you moved. At first, you were meant to be moving with a friend and stuff like that, mm. and then it was kind of like you were kind of um, let down a mm. bit, like last minute and stuff like that. And I feel like obviously it takes a bit of adjusting to kind of be like oh. Um, you know like what it takes yeah it takes a bit of adjusting to kind of your situation and um Mm. and like what you're doing and how you're feeling and because obviously this the the situation wasn't what you expected at first Mm -hmm. um and then I feel like we just put so much onus on like kind of being independent and what does independence mean but it's like like being independent doesn't mean that you 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 don't always like that it doesn't mean that you don't always like feel like you're you don't it doesn't mean that you don't have those times where maybe you feel like feel a bit kind of lonely or or yeah. even if it's like or even if it doesn't feel like and it does it doesn't mean just because you're independent it doesn't mean that you can't want company in a sense yeah, um, it's like company and then also the the desire to kind of feel like nurtured or looked after or looked out for like mm-hmm. like 
you mm-hmm. just forget that sometimes you do need that. You need someone to actually like nurture you and like, you know, take you under their yeah. wing. You can't just do everything by yourself. <laughs> mm-hmm. And and I guess like as well, since like like being kind of like with your family for a lot of that time and that's just what you're used to, mm. um, that obviously this is quite a big change. Like you could say drastic, maybe mm. but it's quite it's quite a like probably not as extreme as that but it is quite a big change um in that sense mm-hmm. um yeah yeah but then like but then at the same time like it doesn't mean that you're not you're any less independent it doesn't mean you know you're just mm. used to you're you're you because you're you're close with your family you know you're close with your friends and that's just what you're used to um Mm. yeah Yeah. it's true what's yours yeah mine okay i'm gonna use this so basically i've got a a a lyric from little sims where Mm. um which i've been wanting to say for a while and i don't think i had yet and basically she um little sims i can't remember what which song it was from but it was off her new album um and she said the word no can be so freeing mm. and i just really like i really like that quote because it's like i feel like sometimes like a lot of the time we find it so difficult to make the decision to not to do things and then mm. you realize as soon as you get to a point where you kind of you decide you decide the things that actually I actually don't want to do this or I don't like like it's just that, it's just that idea of actually making a decision of the fact I don't like this and I don't mm. like doing xyz that it gets to a point where it's like hold on like you just feel so much lighter after being after realizing that this isn't something that you want to do or this isn't something that Mm. you like doing kind of thing and yeah and I just resonated with that quote about the word no can be so freeing because it's like there's been times when I just have decided actually no I don't want to do this this isn't me and I'll just say no outright and it's just like yeah, that was the right decision for me. Yeah. And I didn't want to be doing this. So like, let That's me just so do true. the things I actually want to do. I think like one thing that this reminds me of is when I was younger and I used to, at school, I was like one of the sportiest people in my year group. So they put me through for every single competition every year. And like mm-hmm. once I got to year 10, actually no, throughout the whole time, I had such bad like anxiety before doing all the races and things like that because they made me do mm-hmm. 100 meters, then 400 meters, then like the long distance ones. And I just hated it because people would be watching and you know, as a teenage girl anyway, you're quite anxious about people like looking at you. Um, but yeah, like that, That I think on my last year, year 11, I just said, no, I don't want to do any of the athletics and I don't want to do any of the cross country stuff. But that took ages for me to decide on it. And my parents, mm-hmm. they, they were like pushing me to do it. But then because I like broke down in tears, and I was like, no, this makes me so anxious. I don't want to do it. They, they were like, okay, right, just don't do it. You don't have to do it. Like you don't actually have to do it. I feel like we are, a lot of us are, kind of conditioned to not say no from like children we're not allowed to yeah. really say no because it's like you're rebelling yeah but like it's it's a good thing yeah. to learn to say no yeah life definitely. is about like these I, options I, and your freedom yeah like I resonate in that with that story a lot to the point of like 
I did absolutely everything, but I didn't know that I didn't have to do it all. Yeah, <laughs> like, literally. You know, <laughs> to the point where, you know, I was doing, uh, at school I was doing gymnastics, trampolining, orchestra, choir. I played <laughs> three instruments. I did all of this shit. I did like all the sports and whatever. And I did not know that I could give it up if I didn't want to do it. And <laughs> but as well, like I also had a bit of a mentality of, oh, like, oh, playing three instruments looks good. Um, will look yeah. good kind of thing. I also had mm. that kind of mentality. They lied and said, they said that it would give us UCAS points. That was a fucking lie. No, it fucking <sighs> doesn't give you any UCAS points. Um, it, it apparently, apparently get into a certain grade it's meant to give you a certain amount of UCAS points but that's so bad that they lied <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't know where where you claim these UCAS points because I tried it mm. fucking don't um, you know and as well it got to a point like with like all the instruments like because I meant to have exams and stuff I've t- like and it got to a point where like I didn't want to take exams mm-hmm. I've taken like two clarinet exams and like two saxophone exams and that was me playing for how many years? Like uh, probably a good seven to nine years, me playing mm. those instruments. And I've only done like two exams in both of them. Um, yeah. But I just used to hate doing, and even keyboard, I stopped doing keyboard exams. I just used to hate doing exams, mm. but it was just like, but then I was doing the lessons and I didn't have anything to show for it. But. <laughs> I, but I just I just hated doing exams. I just didn't like mm. them. It's just like, why am I doing this? Um, yeah. yeah, and it just got to the point where it was just like, I'm not doing exams anymore and stuff. And I'm glad I didn't because the exams didn't fucking give me anything anyway. Because like, <laughs> did I get any UCAS points? No, I friggin' didn't. To the point where like, yeah. I'd get a pass in the exam and it was just like, well, that was shit. So mm. like, I, I just about past it okay like what yeah. this was you know like, and I didn't practice my instruments anyway because like I feel like I don't mm. think I enjoyed doing it <laughs> mm. I was just doing it for the sake of it um, yeah like one thing that I sorry to keep going on but one thing that I really um, didn't like at school was doing exams that's why I didn't go to uni because like they just made me so anxious again like, I used to get really really anxious about mm. them and like not going to uni was so good for me because the idea of never having to study and never do like education generally the system just wasn't like for me like I could just tell it wasn't for Mm -hmm. me the way that we have to study and like learn things and I'm dyslexic as well it just was not for me so I'm like Mm -hmm. when I when I could say no and actually make the decision there not to go to uni that made me very happy (laughs) yeah yeah that's that's really good it's just the importance of knowing that like you have a decision in any in everything and actually mm-hmm. you can choose what's right for you you don't yeah, have to so just true. do things because this is what everybody else is doing or like and to be honest well, with my instruments like I kind of carried on with them because it wasn't what everybody else was doing <laughs> like I was just <laughs> like oh this is gonna look good you know mm. um but like I don't but then again like I don't even think my, my parents didn't even push me to do anything though I wasn't like pushed I just I feel like that was just the mentality that I was kind of brought up with mm. um, of just not giving up on things um, mm. but yeah, but yeah like actually sometimes you can say no it's not everything you have to commit to and it's not it's not everything yeah, like even like, even like today, like because they they 
with me about not going into the office. So there was they say about, oh yeah, have to be in the office, we need to show light. And I'm just like, no, if I don't want to come in, I'm not coming in. So mm. like Yeah. And I and I, I planned the day that I didn't want to come in. So I planned it. I made sure I came in during the train strikes because I didn't want to come in this week. So <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Love that. Um but yeah. Anyway thank you guys for listening to this week's episode of injecting of inject it podcast um you can find us at injected underscore pod on instagram and on twitter um let us know what you thought about this episode give us a five-star review mm-hmm. on spotify and on apple Podcasts and all of that stuff um yeah and i am alexandra you can find me at alxndr underscore nic on instagram and I'm Deanna and you can find me at D-E-A-N-N-N-A-B underscore on Instagram. Yep, yep. And yeah, again, we hope that you enjoyed this episode and we will catch you next week, guys. Bye. Have a lovely rest of your week and day. Bye. Bye.